What's happening, fam? It's your boy Sherrod, and welcome to another podcast episode of Behind the Grind, powered by Sherrod Speaks. For each episode, I have a conversation. I go behind the scenes to talk to individuals like you and I that are making impact with their influence and making change happen in the places around us. My goal is to encourage, to inspire, to motivate, give you everything that you need, the faith, the fuel, the ammunition, whatever it takes to get you on your journey as you push through and grind through behind the grind. Let's go. All right, well, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Grind. I am your host, Sherrod Schuler, And yes, it has been a minute, and but we're so glad to be back with you today to talk to you on this program. You know, I know a lot has been going on probably in your life because a lot has been going on in my life. And so what I wanted to do today is jump on here, get back at it and really dive in and have discussions with you and to get you back uh, to the place that uh, we need to get back to, right? Get back to our conversations, get back to the things that we used to talk to about. Um, You know, as I mentioned before, a lot has happened. And so today's uh, theme and what we're going to talk about today is uh, a thing called transition, right? We're going to talk about transition or how to handle and to deal with transition, uh, especially in this environment right now. And so we're going to talk about that today. I just want to preference, we will not have a guest in the guest chair today, no one in the grind chair to talk to today. Uh, We will have guests here uh, again soon, uh, but we want to take some time to talk to you today. Yes, when I say we, it's just me, right? I want to talk to you today and I want to share uh, to to help you through this time. Um, As I mentioned, a lot is going on for me, um, me and my wife. uh, For those of you who may know me or may know the situation, uh, we recently made a big transition. And so that really uh, led me down this pathway to talk about transition. Um, That particular transition that we made is we made a move, right? We moved from the great state of Michigan, um, the pure, I I don't know what they call it, the pure state. I'm not sure what it's called, the the, the real theme. I need to get better at that. But uh, the state that I lived in all my life, Michigan, and when I say, I really say the state is because I lived in multiple places uh, throughout the state of Michigan, Um, went to school on the west side, lived in Lansing, lived in uh, uh Detroit area, metro area, lived in, um, um, born and raised in Flint, all of those things in Michigan. That's all I know. But recently God um, opened up a door. I would say God opened up a door because it wasn't something we were just looking to do. But God opened up a door and we are now um, in the state of Georgia. And so I bring that up to say that uh, transition happened, so which comes with it a lot of change and a lot of uh, repositioning, a lot of of, of getting prepared and, and getting used to a new environment. And sometimes that has a feeling of excitement, but then also it has a feeling of uh, concern and worry. One of the things, obviously, going from Michigan uh, to a place like Georgia, it, those of you who live in the metro Atlanta area or have ever traveled to Atlanta, you know that there is this thing called traffic, right? Now, for me, uh, right now, we're still in that COVID environment, and so there's traffic, but they tell me there's another level to this traffic um, uh, prior to COVID. 
And so with that is getting used to that, preparing, right? Uh, before you get up and go somewhere, you have to prepare uh, to go there. And, and adding to that is not being familiar with the highways, not being familiar with the roads and always using your GPS system. And for me, I've been a guy who kind of doesn't like to always use the GPS system, especially in places where I live. But right now I have to do it. But it's been exciting. It's been fun. And so I don't bring that up to 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 bring up that there is this uh, work that I have to do now that I live in Atlanta. I just really brought that up to, to, to describe that transitions are happening. And so I wanted to talk to to those of you who listen to this program. Um, you know, I know some of you listen for a variety of reasons, but one of the goals that we want to talk uh, in this program about is faith. Right. We want to motivate. We want to inspire, encouraging. But ultimately, I want to keep your faith and your hopes up. And I want to uh, help you, uh, especially in these times right now. And and so I bring that up. I'm recording this prior to um, November the 3rd. And so we know what that magical date is. Right. Um, that date is the election day. Um, and it is getting a lot of publicity is getting a lot of talk. Everybody is concerned in some shape or form. Um, you know, everybody's got their opinion, decisions. There are people who are strong in one side in deciding on the right. There's people who are strong in deciding their decision on the left. And there's even people strong in deciding in their undecisiveness, right? That's all taking place. And so probably when you're listening to this, I don't know the uh, president may have been selected or you may be listening to this a week later after the election and they have still not made a decision. I don't know. There's so many opinions. And it seems like this has been a year that everybody has an opinion about everything. And why is that? Because there is something happening in the land that is called transition, meaning that leadership is going to change. Now, I'm not suggesting that in no shape or form uh, that uh, leadership is changing in, in the presidential office. Again, like I don't know what's going to happen. Not trying to predict it. Don't know. Uh, but what I do know is that we are experiencing so many changes in all different places in the government, as we've seen in this administration pre uh, in the in the Trump administration. There has always been a lot of movement of pieces. You know, people moving into different seats. One person um, is the chief of this and the chief of that for a few days, and then they move off. And one person is the press secretary for this many days, and then they move on. And I'm like, wow, all of this has happened so fast and one administration, even in some places on some of the jobs that we work on. Some businesses are seeing leaders moving into one role and one seat. Um, I've seen where people have been promoted or uh, placed in several different positions because of so many movement and so many transitions that are taking place. It seems like transition is happening all around. Now, another part of transitioning and that's happening that, you know, we don't talk about um, some of it has the result to do with COVID and some of it is just because of what's happening right now. And that is the transition where people are no longer with us. Right. Um, some of us, uh, a lot of us may have seen a lot of death this year, either in our family or people that we're close to. Or we've even witnessed it um, in the realm of uh, people that are powerful. You know, we started off this year, as most of us know, I believe it was this year. I mean, so much has happened in 2020. But one of uh, a guy that was my age, uh, a well-known basketball player, everybody knows him. The black mama, Kobe, died. Right. Uh, just 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 suddenly it happened. It started to ripple effect. 
It seems like with all kinds of things. And even in the church realm, those of us who are uh, listening to this program that are probably um, people who follow different types of uh, ministries. Just recently, we lost a great uh, singer in Rance Allen, um, Bishop Rance Allen, and um, just all kinds of transitions in that capacity has happened this year. People that maybe we saw it coming, but we weren't ready for it. Transitions have been happening. And we talk about this because it's critical to understand. And I'm going to go a little spiritually deep for some of those of you listening. And those of you who are not used to this, uh, pay attention because I think it's critical right now. There's a lot of changing taking place for a reason. And I think that because we are moving, um, when transition happens and changes happen, people get promoted. Um, some people uh, move to another role and do other things, uh, but we're seeing people getting repositioned into their place. And so even in our own businesses, people who started off with an idea of starting their business to do X, Y and Z have now pivot. Ah, there's that magical word pivot and are doing something different, still productive, still doing well, but they had to make a shift. Right. Because of maybe because of COVID, maybe because their skill set, even though the thing they wanted to do, they found out there's a greater gift that they can actually do better. um, That came as a result of them trying to do one thing. But. Pivoting has taken place a lot for though a lot of people, and I tickle it tickles me to hear this word pivot. I know they've been saying this word in the business world for the last few years, maybe five years or so or more. Uh, the magical word pivot, as though it's this deep thing. But I res- every time I think of pivot, I just think about me playing basketball way back in the day when I was in high school. And um, I wish I played in uh, in college, but back in high school, as I said, yes, a long time ago. Uh, but the coach used to yell at us, uh, or used to yell at our big men, right, and, and and tell them, "Use your pivot foot, use your pivot foot." That's all I remember. And what that simply means is they would have to keep one foot planted, right, while the other move, foot moved to give them uh, ability to be mobile and move when they had either picked up their dribble or they couldn't put the ball down to dribble. They had to learn. Uh, uh, to pivot otherwise they would travel and you know a travel would turn the ball over for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about but pivot was when what they would talk about in basketball so that theme has constantly been going on for individuals for a long time and pivot is happening on a side note I just want to point out um, those of you um, may have saw the viral video with uh, uh, President Barack Obama nailing that shot when he left uh, the high school there in Flint. Um, it since chills up my spine when I seen him hit that shot because on that floor, uh, that was Flint Northwestern. Uh, back in the day, we used to play ball there, and I just know that there's so many great athletes that have uh, shot so many shots from that corner. I've attempted to shoot shots from there. I don't know if I made any in a game from that corner. I will be honest with you, but uh, I remember shooting a lot of shots from that corner, and uh, Barack Obama made that shot with ease. But that's on a side note. I'm sorry. didn't mean to sidetrack you. The basketball thing threw me off. I got to stay focused. Got to stay focused. Uh, but today, I, I'm, again, I'm trying to encourage you to uh, get your position yourself for faith right again we don't know who the president's going to be um, um, in this as we're recording this we don't know who the president is going to be uh, but something's going to happen 
some transition is going to take place, uh, whether we experience another for the years of this current administration or whether we see or experience a new administration, something is going to take place. There's going to be a level of transition that's going to take place and we have to be prepared for it. And that's really what I want to get at. We have to be prepared for transition. And it's, I'm not making this all about election. I'm just bringing that up because that's the theme and that's what, what's happening right now. But it leads to us talking to you personally about being prepared for transition. Now, one, I'm going to give you a, a bit of advice if I can as you go into this season of transitions of some sort. Um, like I said, things are happening. People are moving. People are being forced to positions that they had never applied for. People are having to step into roles that they thought, felt that they weren't ready for. Uh, but a lot of transition is taking place uh, for a reason. Um, it's, it's interesting that people learn how to embrace it because the transition um, can be difficult when you don't embrace it. That's first and foremost. Um, I know we like to fight change. I know we like to fight uh, things that don't seem familiar. Uh, but when sometimes when we fight something that we're destined for a purpose for or to experience, when we fight it, we miss the lesson that's supposed to take place. Um, not, not all change is bad. And that's, that's, that's the disclaimer. Not all change is bad. You know, um, some change is good and, and some change is bad. Um, however, a change is going to happen and how we deal with it and how we respond to it is critical. And especially from a leadership standpoint, uh, from a leadership standpoint, we have to help other people when they experience change, when they experience a transition um, as a leader, how do you help guide them through uh, difficult situations? How do you help them guide them through when you don't have all of the answers? And I know people come to you, you, a person who may have always provided advice, but there are times when you don't have the answer. And um, the biggest problem we can ever make is to try to uh, put ourselves out here and try to assume we have the answer. There are times when you have the answer from previous experiences, um, from information that you've learned and read and studied, you're able to apply and, and share that. But there are times when you simply don't know. And as leaders, there are times when we have to take that and realize, well, I don't know this, but I, 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 I will give you the best advice or the best guidance that I can. But being honest with the individual that you're guiding, being honest with the individual that you're coaching, letting them really know that you don't have the answer and not playing the role of God. I think that's critical because we're now having all these people trying to play roles uh, that they're not equipped to play and trying to give people answers that they don't have all the facts to. You know, when COVID came in, we have to rely on the experts, right? We have to rely on those who have some knowledge of this disease. I know I didn't do well in biology. Let's just be real. I was in high school. I was asleep. Let's just be real. So I don't think you want to come to me to think, to, to, to help you decide if you should wear a mask or not. I didn't do well in biology. Now, I'm going to leave that to those who have 
gone the course and have gone that direction and have put in time, I'm going to leave that to them to help make a decision. Yes, they may miss it. Yes, they may not get it right. But I have a better chance of putting this information into their hand than me going into Googling and Googling as much as I can. Because guess what? When you Google, you'll find whatever information you want to find, right? Uh, to, to justify whatever you want to believe. And I think that's the part of the, the challenge that we're having in this day and time is we have it people that are trying to rule people thinking that people don't have access to information. Now, all the information that they have access to is not always accurate or true, but it even it can be disguised as true. And as some people call it, as we know it, uh, there may be fake news. I don't know. But the truth of the matter is we're making decisions off of these things as opposed to making decisions, more educated decisions based upon the experts. And I just want to say that we are all being challenged in this moment of uncertainty. We're all being faced with something that is causing us to question but I want to encourage today on the, behind the grind that we have to get past trying to control all things and get more so and, and utilize our energy more in a place of faith. And and when I say faith, I'm not talking about just this basic level of faith where you have faith enough to get a car. You have faith enough to, to go out and purchase a home. You have faith enough to, to land a big uh, gig or land a big job or to start your business. All of that stuff is nice and cute. And guess what? It was a lot of that was cute prior to COVID, but now it's gotten real out here. And so now all of these cute things and these material things uh, that we are striving for, though they may be nice and they may make us feel good, the truth of the matter is we need more faith than that. We need faith to help us get through these things that we're going to face, right? Let's just be real. You know, it's not going to get any better anytime soon. And I'm not saying that to to, to speak any doom or to speak any uh, gloom to anybody. But the truth of the matter is it's not going to get better uh, in some cases and in some situations anytime soon. We're going to always have this amongst us. We're going to always have uh, issues that take place. We're going to have uh, things that happen that we don't uh, like. And we are the salts and the uh, and lights of the earth and we're supposed to help make change, but we're still going to have to experience or we still experience some of these uh, situations. There's no man that we can elect. There's no president that we can elect that's going to wipe the slate clean. No matter who the president is, we're going to still be faced with certain things, certain uh, biases, certain um, prejudice, certain issues, certain problems. They're not going to be erased overnight. However, uh, through faith, we can begin to believe, we can begin to trust, we can believe uh, that we can get through some of these things and have hope to, to, to pull us out. Um, I think in this moment of transition, it's, it's really being able to how do well do you deal with and how well can you help those around you deal with uncertainty? Um, which brings me to a point. Now, I know some of you may not be big Bible people, but I wanted to, 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 to share something that's been uh, on my heart and I had been reading and meditating on it. Um, there's a scripture in the Bible and there's a lot of scriptures uh, throughout the Bible that talks in this vein. But one just just seems to just stick out to me in particular. And it's in Second Kings chapter number four. And it's about the situation where the uh, prophet uh, Elijah uh, is has an encounter with a widow woman, right? She comes to him. She's talking to him because 
she has an issue in which her husband passed away. That's why she's the widow, right? Her husband passed away and she's under a burden burden uh, situation in which she has this debt that she has to pay back to her debtors, right? And part of the consequences, if she does not come up with this money, if she does not pay her debtors, part of the consequences that's got it weighed on her heart, uh, this future event that she's concerned about that may or may not happen, but it's got her concern. Uh, she's concerned that if it does not happen, her sons are going to be taken from her. Matter of fact, I'm sure they made sure it was clear to her if she didn't pay this debt, they're going to come for her sons. They're coming for them. And that reminds me of a lot of people are like kind of faced with different things like that right now and in the environments that we're in, um, in many situations, whether it's just a finance period, wondering how you're going to get the money to to continue to live for the next few months. Maybe you have the money for right now, but you're wondering what's going to happen later. Maybe you had just finished your degree and you're wondering when you were going to get the, the, the dream job that you were supposed to get. But because of COVID, some things have been put on the back burner. And so now all these things are going in your head and you're wondering, what am I going to do next. Uh, maybe uh, you've gotten a diagnosis, uh, something has happened where uh, something is, is challenging, maybe your health or maybe a loved one's health, and you're wondering if something happens to them and you're starting to go down that path and you're considering, which is it's good to do. Obviously, we do have to uh, consider if something to happen, what's next, but you're going down that path and, and you're starting to believe that if this happens, what's going to take place. These are the things that seems like has been happening at warp speed over the last year, 2020, for a lot of people, um, a lot of things have been weighing in our heads, just sitting there uh, because we're not sure what the future holds. You know, there's so many business owners, um, you know, the moment uh, the, the government shut down the COVID uh, because of COVID shut down their businesses, whether it was a restaurant or retail, uh, you know, there was uncertainty of, oh, we got to get back open. We've got to open up our doors. And now restaurants and retails are open, but still the business isn't coming in. And so there's still decisions that businesses have to make. This stuff is real. Now, I know there's a group of people who things are going well for, and I'm not tr- going to try to knock your party or your hustle enjoy what God is doing for you and the blessings that you got. But there's a group of people that are really experiencing some things right now. And so whatever side of the coin you're on, I just want you to know during this time, no matter who, again, I'm going to emphasize this, no matter who's in charge, no matter who's the president, this is a time to employ this thing called faith and begin to take it through. So back to the story. I know I got on a sidetrack here, but back to the story, the the woman, the widow woman, uh, she came to him. She starts speaking to him and telling him her situation. Make a long story short, uh, Elijah, the prophet Elijah, spoke back to her and he said this simple thing. He asked her a question. He just simply asked her, what do you have? In other words, what do you have in your house? Let's start there. He does not provide any bailout. He does not give her uh, a place to stay. He doesn't do any of those things. But instead, he turns it back on her and he asks her, what do you have? I think that's what some of us who may be going through these situations right now, uh, how to get out of it, a lot of the questions is asked, what do you have? And it could be as simple, in this case, she called it a jar of oil. It could be simply, I have this thing called, I pray real well, right? Or I have the Holy Spirit, or um, 
I have a, a level of faith, right? Whatever it is that you have in this moment, I want you to, to be self-aware of what it is that you have that you can use in this moment. Um, maybe it is a financial burden that you have, and maybe there's a talent or a gift that you have that you need to start to unravel. Maybe it's um, a, a, a way that you can uh, go and do something um, and contact somebody. Whatever it is, it is important to understand what you have because your next move and the blessing that you're going to get is based upon what you take with what you have and then follow the instructions of the prophet. So what he does is he asks her to take that jar. He says to her to go out and borrow vessels, go out, borrow vessels, talk to everybody that, you know, get as many vessels as you can. And when you get all those vessels, come in, you and your sons and close the door. And as you close the door, I want you to begin to pour that jar of oil, pour that jar of oil when, and each vessel keep pouring and keep pouring and keep pouring. And what was amazing and what was miraculous about this situation is that as she poured that oil into that jar, it kept pouring and it never ran out until she came to the last vessel. And when she came to that last vessel and poured out that last oil, the oil ceased. There was no more. But then it must have been quite a bit that she she was able to uh, create using these vessels because when she came back to the prophet and at, basically to get the next instructions on what to do, he tells her to go and sell it. Go and sell that oil. Uh, that little bit of jar that you had, look what it's made. Look what it's produced. Look what it, it has put into uh Man, look what it has manifested. God is saying in this season that many people are worried about what's going to happen. And I hear God saying, take what you have, take what you got going on right now. What do you have? Take that and begin to, to in this case, pour it, use it, begin to activate it, begin to to nourish it, begin to to work on it. It's almost like that scripture in the Bible. It talks about the talent. Take it, do something with it. The more you begin to do something, the more you begin to get active in the season of working that thing. That's what this behind the ground is really about. It's a level of exercising faith. I know we think faith is just me wishing upon a star. It's not. Faith is now being believing that if I do whatever is asked of me and if I continue to do it, uh, it's going to produce something. Uh, that's why business is so uh, uh, beautiful to me, because I've seen so many business owners that have taken whatever God has given them, whether it's bake a pie, whether it's make music or whatever it is, they've taken that thing and just worked it and worked it and worked it. And the more that they worked it, it has turned into something and it's producing something. And this season, you may have uh, discounted that thing in your house, uh, whatever it is in you, even inside of you that you thought was insignificant, wasn't a big deal. It wasn't the big grandos thing that somebody else had, or you've been looking at somebody else do something and you think you should do it. I hear God saying in this season, I have uniquely given you something that you have, right? That's going to bless you and bless your house. But I need you to stop hiding that. Stop uh, thinking that is insignificant. Stop thinking that it's not enough. Begin to utilize that. Begin to put some action behind it. And in that faith, in that faithful moment, being faithful to that thing and being faithful, uh, you're going to employ, you're going to manifest, you're going to bring forth, you're going to bring the results forth. And look at this situation as she sold all of it. The Bible says she was able to pay off her debt. 
Wouldn't that be a wonderful thing to pay off that debt, that student loan debt, that that house debt, that car debt, whatever kind of debt you've seen yourself in, in the real natural, right? Uh, wouldn't that be great to just pay that off? I don't know about you, but we were able to pay off our house when we moved. Uh, you know, obviously handing that check over to that uh, to, to Quicken Loans and paying off that mortgage was a good feeling to have. Right. And uh, paying off a car, you know, just knowing that you pay off that car and they sign off on that title uh, and they get their name off of there. All of that feels good. Uh, and I think that's for a reason. Right. Uh, in the spiritual realm, there's some debt that many of us are holding. Uh, we're holding debt of grudges. We're holding debt of bitterness. We're holding debt of jealous and envy. All of these negative things that we're holding. And it's got a, it's something over our head like debt. And in order for us to get rid of it, we're going to have to learn how to 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 trust and believe God to give it to him and allow him to take it away from us. Um, you know, I, I wanted to share that today on Behind the Grind with everything going on is I don't want you to lose your faith. I don't want you to give up now. Whatever you do, don't turn on yourself. Don't self-sabotage. Uh, this is a moment of victory. The beginning of the year, the Lord spoke to me about victory. This is the year of victory. And even though it seems with all of the dark things that have happened, the truth of the matter is this is still a a triumphant year. It's still a victorious year because there's so many challenges that many people have come through. Uh, there's so many challenges in our personal life that is only these victory moments really make you stronger. You know, in order to, uh, if you're going to the Olympics or you're running a marathon and you want to go to one of these big marathons, you have to have so many uh, wins in the qualifying races and the qualifying uh, events prior to getting an opportunity to actually go and, and, and participate in the event that's going to win you go. And so many of you wanted to get set up to be in a position to be victorious. You didn't know you had to face some of these challenges, but really these challenges are qualifiers, right? They're qualifiers for you to be victorious in this season. There are two things that the Lord spoke to me about this year uh, prior to, um, you know, this year going in. Didn't it has nothing to do with me seeing what was going to happen with COVID. Didn't have a clue about it. But he told me about victory. This is the year of the victory. And he told me to follow instructions. Those two things, uh, though they seem contrary to what's going on, I believe those are my weapons. I believe those are weapons for you. If you're listening, if you proclaim victory and you follow instructions uh, this year and leading into next year, I see great doors opening for you. Well, that's all I have. Um, we have gone well over our time today, um, but it's been so wonderful. Like you, like I said, uh, today we just wanted to talk to you. Didn't have anybody in the grind chair, uh, but myself. And so I just wanted to share and continue to share with you more often um, in this environment. Um, I want you to be encouraged. I'm going to continue to get out here and, and share more. If you liked anything, what we say, let us know, uh, subscribe, come back, uh, download, whatever that you're supposed to do on these platforms. There's so many things they want you to do, but you, you know what to do. If you can hit any notification, you can share, like, let somebody know about it. I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, cause we are here wanting to help, uh, people in this season. Um, so until the next time we are going to be with you, we uh, continue to uh, uh, stand with you in faith and whatever it is that God's got you doing in this season. And most of all, we'll be right back here. So come join us again on Behind the Grind.